0: hello hello it's amazing to have joe wells uh how you doing
1: i'm good thanks thanks for having me
0: comedian joe wells comedian yep that that is is that your full job title uh
1: yeah i guess so yeah comedian i do a bit of writing as well so i know
0: i I saw that you you wrote stuff for have i got news for you
1: i've done that yeah a little bit yes i've got yeah even if it's one
0: word you still wrote it (laughs) 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 yes so What, you've been doing comedy for a decade now, haven't you, pretty much? Yeah, quite a long time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is. Because you're only just 30 as well, aren't you? Yes, turned 30 this year. So that was an early commitment to, I'm getting into comedy. What was the, like, so you're 20 years old and you're like, hmm, comedy looks like fun. I can do this.
1: Yeah, I saw, so I saw Mark Thomas and I saw Ross Noble. Those were the two comics (sighs) I saw uh, very early on. I just thought they were great. I thought it was amazing that they, it's just one person and that is a show their thoughts and their ideas I still think it's the the best art form you can have you know it's very DIY you can just turn up at an open mic night and just do it Um, you know it's open to to anyone Um, and you don't need to bring any kit along you can just show up and and just do it and you can say whatever you want and I think that's um, (laughs) that's what I love about it
0: less cost involved there's only one person to pay just me
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely there's no um, I remember going to first time I went to Edinburgh for a few days we went with a musician and he had like four or five different instruments. We'd all have to help him out carrying <laughs> these instruments around. But I just had like a notebook and, and my rucksack. Yeah, that's all I needed.
0: So you've been doing this ten years, and you're are you now making a full time living off of just comedy?
1: Uh, I do. I work a, a few hours a week uh, for a day job, but most of my money comes from comedy. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm so lucky that it's um, yeah that I can make a living from from doing this. A job that you love.
0: Mm. So you're currently preparing your Edinburgh fringe show which is Joe Wells doesn't want to do political comedy anymore. Yes, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing political comedy for a long time. So we saw a preview the other week which was awesome. Thank you. Loved it. Cheers. Um yeah, so the the the, the main concept is the fact that you don't want to do political comedy or well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean that's the kind of jumping point to talk about some other things yeah. and why I did political comedy and and um Yeah, I mean there, there's lots of reasons, you know. I think that's people like Trump are very hard to satirize you know where they're just so ridiculous from the start where, where do you go from that yeah um, and there's a there's a lot of news stories now which seem' cause when I was writing I did some writing for Havagonies for you and there was the stuff around the Trump election It was just when the stuff about him grabbing women had come out <laughs> and it was like so <laughs> hard to think of like a an angle on that that was kind of funny and interesting. And it wasn't kind of horrible. Yeah, that whole story is really horrible. And um, I've done kind of topical things where I've had to write for things uh, the week when there was the children in cages and stuff like that. And you just think, where, where do you go with that? How do you <laughs> make that funny? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, 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 you yeah, know, I think there's things I think you can do comedy about anything. This isn't coming from a place of you know, those things shouldn't be joked about. But it's a lot harder to do jokes <laughs> about children in cages than it is to do. Yeah, when I was start started doing comedy, it was MPs expenses and then this person had a duck house and this person claimed teasers on expenses and that's quite f- easy to do that. Yeah, but when you've got you know children in cages and people being assaulted, it, it it's less it, it's a more difficult starting point to go from. And I think I just got a bit, I feel quite tired of doing
0: it. Really. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's a whole bit in your thing about Trump, and like, I didn't want to, I don't want to ruin too much of the show because people need to go see it. But you're very you're very correct. It's it's impossible to make a man like him funnier than what he already makes himself yeah
1: well there was i remember i was at the Drums the day that um uh he tweeted about the moon being part of mars and i kind of had to read it out and say this this is definitely real and i had nothing i could add to it you know that's so you can't because usually your starting point would be this is a thing a politician's done here's an oh that's like doing this and the come up with kind of exaggerated versions of it yeah. and try and make it sound more ridiculous than maybe it it, it is um but where do you get you know like that's already so insane i don't know how to to make <laughs> take that further
0: so like i said you've been doing comedy for like a decade now so you've done just countless amount of gigs what is the best and worst heckle you've ever had um
1: so I don't have to count as a heck of a kind of audience bit. Occasionally I do comedy for kids and uh, literally there's, a, they, there's a, a string of comedy clubs, a comedy club for kids, and it, it's literally just adult comics, but they do their sets for, for children and adapt them so that children can get them. And I wrote some material about having a spaceship and I went, does anyone else here have a spaceship? And this kid puts his hand straight up and I went, oh, what kind of spaceship do you have? And he said, oh, you know, just quite a basic one. Uh, which I thought was brilliant, just really modest, and uh, uh, but also, you know, he's got a spaceship,
0: so quite impressive. So his level of imagination is, I own a spaceship, but I can't it's go much higher. Level, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Not like, I've got the best one going, it's got space lasers. No, it's just, yeah, it's just, we've got a comfortable bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a standard spaceship. So I thought that was brilliant, I didn't know how to, to come back to that, because I thought it was kind of uh, impressive and modest at the same time. Um... Uh, with bad heckles, I just yeah occasionally, particularly like political stuff, you know, it can rile people up a lot, and it can. The worst of the heckles are people trying to argue with a joke, and then it it's kind of it turns into a kind of drunk question time, I think. <laughs> um, and yeah, and occasionally I've had kind of things where people wanted to be violent and stuff like that, and. Things have kicked off, but that doesn't happen as much as I don't. know, Heckling doesn't happen as much as people. It's a big people. That's, that's the thing that people often ask about comedy. But I don't. I don't. Cause you do stand up, yeah. You know? And I've never. Yeah, I've, I've had, had it. a lot of heckling. No, like I've it never happened as much as people think. And and when it does, it's it's you know because you're doing drunk weekend clubs. It's never anything imaginative or yeah. or very rarely rarely anything imaginative or interesting. Or you know, it's just people saying what's on their minds. Which yeah, it's usually not anything
0: interesting. <laughs> so, what has kept you in the comedy game for so long? Like you know, you love it and you're making a living from it. Like, what is like the end goal? Is this you know, are you comfortable where you are? Like, making a living, or do you want to make a full time living? And then that would be like dream come true. Or have you got like goals you want to get to? Like, I want to sell out the Apollo.
1: Um. Well, you know this. I mean, that. that so yeah, it's hard to sort of not. Um too many spoilers from the show really there's a lot in the the new show about why i did political comedy and um you know political comedians are quite angry and i you know one things i talk about in the show is is that there's a lot of stuff in, in my childhood which i felt quite angry about and that political comedy was a kind of outlet to do that so i've been kind of i guess really thinking things a bit this year and thinking about well you know, is that a kind of healthy thing to have as, as your kind of career, I suppose that you know, to, to um, do that. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a difficult question to ask <laughs> right now. But I'm very lucky that I can do you know, most and I work a few days a week another job which I really enjoy and, and you know that I don't I've escaped that, um that kind of nine to five grind. And I've done something which Uh, I started doing as a hobby and now it's where most of my income comes from so I have to keep reminding myself to be grateful you know when (laughs) you're um I was driving to Leeds at the weekend you know it was a long drive but that's my job and and I'm very lucky to be able to have a job where I just get to go you know uh, stay overnight in Leeds and go visit some things the next day and do a gig yeah meet some interesting people have interesting conversations and and do something I really love you know I'm very lucky so I've got to
0: should appreciate that more (laughs) So if people want to find out a little bit more about you and like find out where you're playing and anything like that, is it all Joe Wells comedy?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, joewells.org.uk is okay. my website. I've got some stuff on Bandcamp as well, which is joewells.bandcamp.com. Got cool. my last three uh,
0: solo shows there. Ah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. check those out. There. Yeah. Also, just quickly, because you've been touring up and down the country, playing loads and loads of gigs, what other comedians have you seen and you've gone, people need to check these people out? Um,
1: I think there's there's so many great comics out there that are just on the circuit. That you know, if you were in Portsmouth, I'm um, kind of semi regularly MC the Wedger Drums in Portsmouth, and they just have. If you go there any week, there'll be three really really good comics on. Um, people, I really I really like John Kearns, so I don't know if you've ever seen him. No, but he he's fantastic. Kind of um, I don't know how. Like, I suppose people would say it's kind of absurdist out there stuff, but actually it's got real heart to it and it's really moving, but at the same time it's very weird and unusual. I love Matt Ewins. I think he's great. Um, His new Fringe show is called Matt Ewins, Actually Can I Have Eight Tickets Please? So that when people ask for tickets, they have to say, could I have two tickets for Matt Ewins, Actually Can I Have Eight Tickets Please? Um, I I always go and see Sarah Kendall when I'm up at the Fringe, who's... um, an amazing storyteller, and, um, and it is a great comic as well. When she when she's doing a, her kind of clubby comedy stuff, but in Edinburgh she does these storytelling shows, which aren't as laugh out loud funny as other shows, but are so gripping and so moving. And it's hard to describe what I mean. Yeah. She tells a story for an hour, and it and it's brilliant and moving. It's the most. It's better than any TV drama I've ever seen. It's it's amazing. Um, so I think she's fantastic there's so much there's yeah. so much out there you can go to any club and and um we I help run the boutique comedy club at the wave maiden in, in Portsmouth and once a month we have a different headliner and any of those I think are they've really been amazing the ones I've been to yeah I yeah there's so many interesting comics doing different things and and um anything that you yeah any anything you want there's something out there for you I think particularly in the kind of internet age you know there's p- now comics finding like sophie Hagen. i think something's really interesting where she's doing something that's so um well or she's although or, or that um i know she's not doesn't do the podcast anymore but the, the, that guilty feminist podcast something which 10 years ago is so niche you know the yeah. idea of doing uh, a kind of comedy show where you discuss feminism it would just be too niche but now because the internet i saw us doing like it's doing a royal albert hall you know <laughs> these huge venues are filled yeah. by things which 10 years ago would have been very very niche because it's easier for people to find their niche now and, and that's brilliant you know and, and um yeah so that i think there is something something for you
0: whatever you like awesome oh that's one of the reasons why i love comedy because you can go from musical comedy to political comedy to just observational like the the, the breadth of it is endless
1: definitely yeah you get occasionally you get people go oh, i don't really like stand-up and i just think we haven't seen a, enough of it because yeah. there's so much it variation was, yeah. in it you know that there's and i'm someone that kind of likes all all stand-up really it's not many types of stand-up that i i dislike but um you know that there's something for everyone out there you've got mm-hmm. to kind of make a bit of an effort to to seek it out i suppose awesome well
0: thank you so much for coming on the show thank you for having me oh, thank yeah you so cheers much. thank you cheers cheers